want. There's tremendous parity in this league, excellent quarterback play, uh, really good coaching uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, it's a very uh, challenging. To me, it's like having a good NC State team every single week uh, that's got, you know, high-end talent. Um, again, really disciplined, tough, physical, both sides of the ball. You know, years and years ago, the Big 12 was known for just offense. And uh, but there's a lot of people playing really good defense as well in this conference. So we've been competitive and we've had uh, all of our uh, starting players available. We've been really competitive. You know, had four losses that came down to to one score and and, uh, the things that it takes to win. We weren't good enough to do that. Uh, But uh, I think we're good enough when we put it all together. We can play with anybody. There's head coach Brent Venables' media opportunity yesterday for the Cheez-It Bowl. I guess he was basically asked, like, hey, why'd you you guys go 6-6 this year? What happened? And that was uh, Brent Venables' response, which, by the way, one year ago today, Brent Venables was hired at uh, OU. We'll discuss that later on in the show. Yeah, OU Florida State coming your way on December 29th, 4.30 on ESPN. A Thursday afternoon game, just like we all thought, right? Um, have you have you seen the spread for this game? I just looked at it for the first time. Weren't we like one point dogs so or something like that? Like- I heard that too. Like McMurphy projected it for OU to be a one point dog, and maybe that's where it opened. Florida State's currently a seven and a half point favorite in this game. Yeah, if somebody got in on the on the one point money, uh, I did see a tweet that somebody drove out of state to a state that allowed gambling just to bet on that specific game. So I think really? it might have oh, opened geez. at that. <laughs> yeah. Like someone from Oklahoma drove to Kansas to do it or someone in, yeah, in that's another what, state? That's, that's what it read like. So, Jeez. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, Tyler, like I said, oh, there man. are a lot of good things that come with being the brand of Oklahoma. But every once in a while, you get pitted against a better team in a bowl game. It is what it is. Yeah. Hey, uh, back back to the transfer portal. You were telling me about uh, an interesting stat that you found on Twitter regarding the guys that are currently in the portal that are looking to leave OU. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, um, it was by Sooners, at Sooners only. Um, Jimmy Greenbeans with the, uh, with the $8 checkmark. Uh, he comes through with, <laughs> by my math, 14 hashtag Sooners players have chosen to enter the portal. Their 2022 production for those 14 players combined, 19 catches, all Theo Weiss, four touchdowns, all Theo Weiss, seven tackles, and one tackle for loss. So, like we said, um, good luck to all of those guys, but you're just not – you're going to be okay with, with losing these guys. You're going to be I've, okay. What I've found, Tyler, is – I mean, Theo's the biggest contributor. Some, some would say, like Brent would basically say, the only contributor, really meaningful contributor – that we lost, and I don't think anybody's mad at him. You know what I mean? No. Like, I feel like this is a lot like the Jaden Hazelwood situation where it's like, look, you just maybe need a change of scenery, and I, I wish it would have worked out better. But I don't think there's any – I don't think there's any ill will towards Theo Weiss at all. In fact, I'm pretty sure that he's got a ton of support. Uh, yeah, I feel like he does have a ton of support. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't imagine or I didn't think that OU Twitter was going to – fight with one another uh, on Saturday when Nick Evers announced his decision to transfer, which, hey, that's that's another guy. Best of luck to Nick Evers. Uh, I hope he finds a place where he can start next year and play at a high level, but 
I just didn't ever see him as the future at quarterback. I think Dylan Gabriel's your starter next year, and I think if Dylan Gabriel's not your starter next year, and if I'm wrong, it's probably going to be Jackson Arnold. Nick Evers absolutely would have had a chance to compete for that job, but I think Jackson Arnold's – I think he's your future. I, I think he's that good. And I think Dylan Gabriel is your is your right now. So, I, I like again, best of luck to him, but I just didn't view the Nick Evers departure as, you know, a huge deal for the program moving forward. Yeah, you know, and, and I had talked about this on, on air pretty commonly, saying, hey, you know what, DG's your starter next year. Jackson and Nick will battle for QB2, and I think Nick – probably has the leg up early as uh, as Jackson kind of uh, gets used to even being in Norman, you know. Um, but I eventually think Jackson would probably overtake him. I, the only weird part to me is the, I don't know, I mean, I don't even know, a good propaganda. <laughs> I, I know that's got super negative connotation. But, every I mean, the people that were like, man, Levy just had it out for Nick. You know, he refused to teach him the system. He refused to – coach him he refused all this and and then when the, the you know the transfer when the transfers got there then they were slotted ahead of nick like as if there was this big personal vendetta yeah uh, against nick and my thing is nick go ball out like go somewhere and win the starting job and go to the nfl like i i wish the kid nothing but it's but success but just the idea of there was this vendetta against him and he was treated wildly unfairly and, and it comes from just certain pockets on social media and they're all saying the exact same thing um but that's i think that's why it's getting so much attention yeah is because there are a lot of people that really like that family a lot i like that family a lot and i think they're letting that kind of get in the way of some things. yeah i think uh, uh his mom's tweet as well or like the gift that she t- tweeted out uh, from Christmas vacation was pretty telling as well how she feels about the whole situation. So, yeah. you know, and that, and that, that ignited things a little bit too. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, but you got to keep in mind that he, you know, he got here and Jeff Levy had no help from anybody installing this system because he didn't bring any of his own coaches with him. It was Cale Gundy and DeMarco Murray and Joe John Finley and Bill Biedenboe. So he had to teach them the system. Dylan Gabriel knew more of the system than the coaches even did. So during a massive install, developing your QB2, who isn't physically ready when he gets on campus, developing that isn't going to be your top priority. And now going into year two, I think it's completely different because you're not having to teach an entire offense to a a whole program. Um, But – I just think it's unfair to come at Levy as if, you know, he he single-handedly tried to torpedo a career of a young, talented kid, it, you know? From the 405, uh, Nick Evers to Oklahoma State or back to Florida? I Maybe you do. I don't really have any insight on uh, or any information on where Nick Evers is leaning. Florida definitely needs a quarterback. Anthony Richardson announced that he's going to the NFL today, which he's a very intriguing prospect. At least I'm intrigued to see how he's viewed as a quarterback at the next level. And I think Oklahoma State's got to go portal as well. I know they got Garrett Rangel um, coming back next year, who's a young quarterback, but he didn't just light it up when he got opportunities this year. So I think Oklahoma State's got to really look at – Look at an experienced quarterback, and Nick Evers is not the experienced quarterback that I, I think may be the, the avenue that they need to go down. So I would be surprised if Nick Evers is at Oklahoma State, but that's just that's a guess by me. 
Yeah, and, and they bring up back to Florida. I, I don't think so. I would need to ask a couple people around Florida about how that kind of Napier, because when Napier arrived, that's kind of when, um, you know, we saw Gibson and Evers hop in the portal and head our way. Um, but they've got Jaden Rashada coming in, obviously wildly talented, highly rated, um, 2023 20, quarterback. So it's kind of the same situation um, unless you want to go back to Florida and try and beat him out. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it seems like Utah has a has a way of finding every former OU and Texas quarterback. Right. Shout out um, Cam Rising. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Thank you for what you did on the field. Thank you for what you did in the podium when uh, yeah. they asked or you about Caleb's like fingernails. Or even like an SMU type situation. How fascinating would that be um, with with uh, them on the schedule? You know, I think I think he's going to land on his on his feet for sure. Because uh, the kid does have some really good arm talent, but I don't know. It's I, I don't have a, a a clear spot picked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Four oh five. Any chance Austin Stogner comes back? Yeah. There's a there's a there's definitely a chance that Austin Stogner comes back, and I say definitely a chance because well, the scuttlebutt is that it sounds like there's mutual interest, and it makes sense that there's mutual interest. OU needs a tight end via the portal. Braden Willis is gone. Daniel Parker is is gone. They they need an experienced tight end via the portal. Well, Austin Stogner is available. He's played here before. He's going to be maybe the best tight end that is in the transfer portal. It just makes too much sense for this not to work. And my guess would be Travis is by the end of the week we find out that Austin Stogner's coming back to Norman. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's really, you know, a good fit for everybody because you know he's going to be in as a as a grad transfer, and then probably off to the NFL. You get that amount of time for you know Jason Llewellyn, maybe Cade McIntyre, and definitely Caden Helms uh, to kind of you know continue to get bigger and stronger. I mean, if you put if you put twenty pounds on Caden Helms, he'd be a monster over the middle. He's already got the the ball skills, the receiving ability, the route running ability. It's just – he's just got a really – he's 6'5". He's 215 on a 6'5 kid. You look you look kind of skinny. You get that up to 230, you're going to be really, really looking good. Yeah. Um, Spencer Sanders to Ohio State from the from 580. Uh, I'm guessing Ohio State is going to look via the portal as well for a quarterback. I just don't see I, – I think Spencer Sanders is a nice player. He's a gritty player. He's a tough player, but – I just don't know if he would be the best option for them to run their offense. Yeah, I, 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 one of my OSU buddies keeps on telling me Penn State is where he's going to end up. I've heard somewhere. that as well. I, yeah. I'm just I heard that too. Yeah, not so. from a reliable source. Let me just say that, but it was an interesting enough source to be like, okay, there could be some insight here. I might, you know, think that this could be legit. This is this is the reporting that I'm that I'm actually after. Right? Is realtor Chris hits us up and says. Little Stog, because keep in mind, Stogner's got a little brother that goes here. Little Stog is telling the Sig Ep House that there's a good chance. That's all we need to know. I'll tell you what, That's all man. we need to know. <laughs> do you think the Sig Ep House was happy about that, or do you think they were bummed? Because we've had a um, mixture of responses. During uh, Steely and Parker's show today, there was a real like, oh, why do we need him? And then I brought it up during Locked In, and everyone was like super excited about Stogner coming back. So I wonder how the Sig Ep House, what what they think about it. I just, I, I think Tyler, some of the, based on what I'm seeing on the text line um, and some other conversations, I think some of the concerns about Stardner coming back is 
does BV want him back because he, you know, quit on OU? You know, does, you know, is he is he allowed to come back? Yes, he's allowed to come back. Like, is he, you know, the medically retired thing? No, that was Calcaterra. Uh, I'm trying to run down all of the, you know, complaints I've got and try and answer them as a laundry list. But the main thing on the Brent Edibles thing, this was a situation where he left due to a coaching change, and he wasn't sure if Joe John Finley would be retained. He went with Beamer, who was a guy that he knew. He was taking over as head coach. He went there. Well, Joe John Finley would welcome Austin Stogner back with open arms, as far as I know, and I haven't heard anything otherwise. So it's not a situation where, you know, and, and somebody said, well, Austin Stogner, you know, he left the team, and Brent says, you know, if you leave the team, that means you're not content where you are, so Stogner must not have been content at Oklahoma. It's, it's, it's more complicated than that. Yeah, I mean, and he didn't – I mean, he was never here with the, the new staff, so I, I think that that's a, a much different scenario there. Uh, happy grass is greener Monday. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to phrase it. Some, yeah. of, some of these kids, Travis, will find uh, better, better landing spots. But the majority, unfortunately, the stats prove out that, yeah, the grass is not always greener for a lot of these kids. Well, and sometimes, Tyler, the grass is greener because it's been fertilized with bullcrap. Yeah, um, exactly. Realtor Chris says many beers were popped at the Sigep house once uh, oh, a little stock See, said that. Good! That's this is what the I want hitting reporting we want. This yes. Is, as Steely says, this is award winning journalism right here. Now, to be fair, it doesn't take, uh, I mean, it can be a Tuesday afternoon, and I'm sure many beers are uh, popped at the Sigep house, you know? But uh, I, I love to hear that there was some celebration once, they, once those guys found out that uh, he may be coming back. That's, that's very good to hear. Hey, um, we're really focusing on OU today and what's going on via the transfer portal, but there's just so much stuff going across college football right now, and Coach Prime to Colorado is still one of the big stories that's out there. I love this move for Colorado, man. I, I, I love this move. Yeah. This is the most attention that we've seen on that pro- uh, with that program since, I don't know, 20 years ago when Gary Barnett was getting in trouble for some of the things that he was saying about his players and some of the things that were happening out there. Like Colorado is always fighting to be, you know, even discussed at all because they're in a major market with the Denver Broncos and the Denver Nuggets and the Colorado Avalanche. Like not a whole lot of people seemingly care about college football and the Colorado Buffs out there in the Denver market, but they are probably story number one today now that Coach Prime has been hired. I don't think he's going to win a national championship. I don't even necessarily think he's going to win a Pac-12 championship, but I think Colorado's about to be a hell of a lot better than they've been here recently. Yeah, I'll tell you one person who's not excited about that hire. One, Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Because those L.A. kids that he was talking about, I mean, saying his bread and butter, I mean, oof. Lincoln's no uh, longer the new flashy thing out there in that conference. No, and I'm not sure it gets flashier as far as shiny new toys as prime. I mean, Deion Sanders is, I mean, he is his own brand. He's, he's. He's big time. So, yeah, I think that I think that he's there's not a ton of talent. I, I mean, you know, no respect to uh, Mr. Sawchuck, as you know, he's one of the state record holders, broke all of Christian McCaffrey's records. But Colorado isn't known Tyler for being a massive recruiting hotbed. Yeah. So I don't think I know he's got Florida ties and Mississippi ties, ties to the South. But don't think he's not just going to go. 
you know, west and take all those Cali kids. Well, sure, yeah, and one of Colo- Colorado's had many issues here recently. But you're right about overall in the state, there's not just, you know, it's not Texas or Louisiana or Alabama or Georgia. It probably falls pretty far down the line in terms of, uh, you know, average, you know, really good football players on a year-in, year-out basis. But Colorado wasn't able to keep the few good kids they had in state. You mentioned Gavin Sawchuk coming to Oklahoma. How about Josh Bates coming to Oklahoma? I bet Coach Prime's able to lock down some of those kids in that state from here on out, you know? Um, because CU yeah. is, a, a, again, the popularity with CU is as high now as it's been in, in, in quite some time. And well, I, I've been to Boulder a couple times, man, and I was in Boulder this summer. If you can get kids out there for a visit, Boulder's a cool town, man. And maybe it's not for everyone, but the mountains there and the bars and restaurants that they have there, I think, I think Boulder's an awesome town. It doesn't feel like a big-time college football town to me, but you can recruit to Boulder, Colorado. He recruited to Jackson, Mississippi. And if you can recruit to Jackson, Mississippi, I think you can recruit to Boulder, Colorado. He'll be just fine. Yeah, well, Boulder may not be a college football. It's a college town. Yeah. But just not a college football town. That's not what you necessarily think of. And, Tyler, you know what I like? This is a lot like for me um, when a – like when a five-star kid goes to Iowa over Texas or goes to, um, I don't know, Miami over A&M. You know, like it's it's one of those things that, okay, a five-star added to a bunch of other five-stars and that they have to play us, I don't like that. But here's the thing, Colorado, they've been nothing. They've been terrible. So this isn't like Dion is going – and making a new or ma- joining a superpower, like he's trying to make a new one, which is just going to complicate things in the Big Twelve yeah. or in the Pac Twelve. This it's is a lot like it's a lot like what they were talking about with Kevin Durant's free agency a while ago. Kevin Durant could have gone to twenty-eight teams after Oklahoma City and made any one of them a contender, but instead he went to Golden State, that was already a contender and won the title. Like you didn't make a new contender Deion Sanders is making a new contender this is not a gimmick by Colorado either coach he's a good coach man like Jackson State the only time we had ever heard of Jackson State is that was a type of basketball program that OU would play in the Lloyd Noble Center around Christmas time right Jackson State you never play those guys in football you probably didn't even know that they had football Uh, Deion Sanders goes out there he's 27 and 5 at Jackson State and he was kind of he he was owning it out there. Deion Sanders is a good football coach that can recruit. He's going to do some things at Colorado. I, I don't think that this is going to be a flop out there in Boulder. And uh, I, I'm pretty excited to see, you know, what he does. Is his first game next year? I think maybe Nebraska at home. So you've got two first year head coaches next year in Boulder. I think Nebraska plays Colorado, or Colorado plays Nebraska in Boulder first game of the year next year. So That's a, that's a high-profile coaching Coach matchup. Prime versus Matt Rule and both of their game ones would be, uh, would be something else. All right, texts are flowing in. We'll get to as many of those as, as we can coming up next. 405-651-3439. More transfer portal, more Cruton, more Cheez-It Bowl, more all of the craziness going on in college football coming up next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref.
When you want the job done right, you need dependable construction equipment from Great Plains Kubota. We serve our customers with Kubota's full line of equipment offering everything from skid steers to the world's number one selling compact excavator. Package your purchase with any performance matched attachment to get any job done. Minimize your downtime while maximizing your profits with a Kubota from the brand that serves. Visit your local Great Plains Kubota today or visit us at gpkubota.com. That's gpkubota.com. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Sooner Nation, Bedlam Wrestling is coming to Norman on Sunday, December 11th at McCasland Fieldhouse. Don't miss your chance to lock in your seats for this historic rivalry and see who takes home the Phillips 66 Bedlam Series trophy. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Bowen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, uh, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. 
I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. We are the home of Sooner fans. Travis will be with me today and tomorrow as Teddy's in Vegas for that Roy Williams College Football Hall of Fame induction, which is pretty cool. But every Monday at 420, we do our under-the-radar player. Going to be a little bit different today. The under-the-radar player brought to you by Boy Street Ventures is going to be an under-the-radar player via the portal that we would like to see OU add because we really don't have a uh, an OU football game from this past weekend to have an under-the-radar player, right? So uh, Boy Street Ventures uh, bringing you the under-the-radar player. Boy Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under-the-radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. All right, I'll let you have the tee box, and of course the text line can interact with this as well. Give me an under-the-radar portal player you hope OU pursues. Yeah, I'm really fascinated to see what the text line uh, says about this. So under-the-radar. So somebody uh, not everybody's talking about. I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about Braylon. Uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about Stog. So uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm who's not, off the table, would you I'm say? Not gonna, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the flow, Tyler. Oh, I had that written down, too. I'm Dang it. Go, i got to think of another one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Justin Flo. Uh, this was the former number one inside linebacker prospect in the country in the 2020 class, the number six player overall. Uh, he is from Oregon, and he has entered his name into the portal. Now, this isn't just a uh, situation where I say, you know what, just give me the best player out there, and that will be my under-the-radar. No, sirree. Uh, this man had uh, four schools in his top four. That's usually how many's in a top four. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. in his final four, Clemson was in there. And it was believed that Clemson was actually the runner-up in his recruitment. And his primary recruiter was none other than head coach Brent Venables. Accurate. So, you know they have a relationship. You know... Brent Venables, you know, ha has a way with the uh, linebackers. There's no doubt. And that guy's a difference maker, man. He's He dealt with some injuries, whatnot, but the kid's still really good, looking for a change of scenery probably. Um, again, Brent Venables was close in his recruitment before. You have to think they're, at minimum, kicking the tires. So my, my under-the-radar portal player is Justin Flo. Go with the flow. E on that flow, by the way. Justin Flow with an E on the end of it. I had that one written down, too. So, uh, how about this one? Um, how about Dorian Singer? And I have no idea. I haven't heard any scuttlebutt whatsoever that OU's pursuing the Arizona wide receiver. But he led the Pac-12 with over 1,100 yards um, this past year. He's really good. I feel like this one, Travis, is a kid that balled out at Arizona this year, and he's saying to himself, Hmm, okay. Let me test the waters and see how much money I can make next year yeah, at NIL. That's what, it, that's what yeah. this one feels like to me. Absolutely it is. Or uh, I'll, I'll give you another one. And we saw this kid up close and personal, and I really liked him. How about Dante Cephas, the Kent State wide receiver that's in the portal? Yeah, that's, that's you good. Know? That's good. Although uh, I believe 
Notre Dame is in on him early, at least from what I've read. And, man, no, <laughs> Notre Dame needs something good to happen. Up, up yeah, they really if, do. If you read their boards at all, now they're saying that, um, you know, if we have um, both the McCullough guys uh, come our way, then then Notre Dame really needs to turn the heat up on P.J. Adebare. And That ain't going to happen, guys. I mean, they, Sorry. Can, they can. They can turn up the heat all they want, but – uh, nope. Well, I mean, uh, what makes you think that? And yes, I I, I understand I what turning know. up the heat means, but we are we're getting really close to signing day. Like, if you haven't had a relationship with PJ Atabari up to this point, then good luck on somehow just finding a way to get in this thing late. Yeah, I don't exactly. like your chances, like, Notre Dame. Yeah, and, and and that's what's funny is oh, with uh, you know, if they pull the linebacker from, you know, if they pull the linebacker from Indiana. Does that mean that, you know, maybe the five-star edge rusher will look somewhere else? No. No, it doesn't. Get, man. And then, again, if Bowen ends up flipping, which I am in the camp that I believe he will. Same. And then thereafter, both of the McCullough boys, and we've already seen a Fong, Crystal Ball, and Drum uh, obviously was in there as well for both of them. Ooh. Payback the, for ending the 47-game winning streak. I don't even what. feel bad. Ended the 47-game win streak and stole and stole the, the play-like-a-champion sign and then lied about it afterwards with Lou Holt said we had it first. So, yeah, I don't feel bad. <laughs> Do not feel bad about Notre Dame whatsoever. <laughs> In fact, this is kind of um, getting the hate flowing again for Notre Dame a, a, a little bit. I, I, I like it. I think um, this fan base is better when they start hating Notre Dame again. Of course. This is good. I don't I don't think we ever stopped hating Notre Dame, but, you know, more situations like this needs to happen. It wasn't as outward. To remind ourselves how much we hate the Notre Dame football Going back program. to our roots. Yeah. Uh, under the Radar Player brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Sean says Hudson Card, former Texas quarterback. Huh, that would make things interesting. Yeah. I, I, I personally don't think because it's going to be a similar situation to what we saw last year, Tyler. The way and and I don't think this was the best way to go about it, but we did tell all the transfer quarterbacks last year that you are coming to be QB two. Well, it's it's more obvious than ever that now they're going to be only coming in for QB two, and you've got to battle Jackson Arnold now. So I'm not sure you would get any quality at the quarterback position if you went into the portal for it because I think there are going to be enough openings across college football to where they could slide into a starting role, yeah. at least a guaranteed starting role, at minimum a, a chance to fight for a starting role, and that's just not the reality at, at Oklahoma. Big Sexy Giants uh, says Singer from Arizona is his under-the-radar player. Uh, give us some more Lou Holtz impersonations, please. Yeah, I haven't done that one in a while. That was a little sloppy. I'll have to work on that one before I do it again. Give me the McCullough brothers and Devin Leary. <laughs> you want the you want the uh, number one ranked portal player, the quarterback? I hey, I'd be <laughs> I mean, down for Devin Leary as well. There's just one problem: someone's going to offer him a ton of NIL money to be their starting quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. Back to what I just said about Hudson Card. I would I would pretty much punt on any, you know. Uh, but to be fair, that would be extremely under the radar, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, is this Daniel, Daniel uh, Nada from Arizona State? Is he related to Haloti Nada? You guys remember him from Oregon? Yeah. If, if he is, then yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. Any, any relatives oh of Haloti Nada. Uh, Spencer Sanders to OU. So there's some people that are serious about that. Um I don't think like I, I 
I don't think that you would like Spencer Sanders as much as some of y'all think that you would. Um, he is a again, he's a tough, gritty player, and you can respect that. But is he definitively better than Dylan Gabriel? I, I mean, maybe maybe it's close, but I just I don't know for sure if he is better than Dylan Gabriel. We saw Spencer Sanders up close. He had four interceptions. He should have had about eight interceptions that night. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about the text message. I think that it was uh, I think that it was Eric Gray that posted it, and it was like. We're going to pick that guy off four times. And that explains why they dropped four interceptions uh, to only make it to four. Uh, we just got a text from the 918. Took a screen grab of the irishillustrated.com. That's the, two, the 247 uh, message board for, for um, the Irish. And uh, in response to Tom Loy saying um, they are, Oklahoma is, at least from what we've learned today, the team to beat for both. Old Teddy6517 on Irish Illustrated says, if OU gets both McCullough boys and flips P. Bowen all at positions of need to boot, I think I'm going to take a mental health break from this Mm. board. I'd advise everyone to do the same, including those who get paid to provide content here. (laughs) It will not be pretty. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Sanders is a turnover machine. This one says, who the hell wants Spencer Sanders? Hard pass, respectfully. Gabriel, greater sign than Sanders. Uh, hell no, he's he's a turnover machine. Yeah, yeah, he's getting some slander. Who the hell wants Spencer Sanders? Respectfully. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I don't think you could just say whatever you want in the first part and just end it with respectfully. Ricky Bobby, that's what he said, right? (laughs) Words to live by. All due respect. Hudson Card has that stank on him. No thanks. Uh, uh, Spencer Sanders will come to OU only because he loves to throw to the Crimson and Cream. Uh, is the Tulane running back making any noise, NFL portal, or staying put would be great for replacing Eric Gray. Um, I don't know much about him, but I do know Tulane's, uh, Tulane's really good, and they probably are going to win their bowl game uh, in the Cotton Bowl. God willing, yeah, that, of course. Yeah, you talk about a Tulane running back making noise. He's about to make a noise all over an Alex Grinch defense. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he'll, he'll at least have nine broken tackles based on what I saw Friday night against Utah. I mean, God, was that not so Especially reminiscent. Especially if he gets to the edge. Especially I, if he gets to the edge. I felt like I was reliving a nightmare all over again. Like, there was so much joy and happiness in my heart watching Utah just stomp USC in the fourth quarter, but it, like, triggered me at the same time. It, like, brought back some old memories of, oh, my gosh, how do you not make that tackle? And then was it Latrell McCutcheon that totally whiffed late in the game? That was the cherry it on was, top. I'm not even sure. It was It, it was a dog walk. Oh, it wasn't, my God. It wasn't just a straight whiff. He, he got walked 15 yards in the end zone. So. 47-24, the greatest game ever in college football history. I'm calling I'm gl- it now. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Tyler. I'm glad you brought the game up because – there are a lot of people, and there are going to be people on our text line right now that say, man, why are we making fun of USC and Lincoln Riley? He took a 4-8 and eight team to the doorstep of the playoff, to their conference championship game in one year. Don't we wish we could do that? And I, I know those texts are going to come, and I totally get that. But the reason why we're enjoying it so much is because we've been validated. We have been validated in our claims that Lincoln Riley cannot handle the tough teams because he doesn't. The strength and conditioning program needs work, and Alex Trench's defense needs work if they're going to play the yeah. physical brand of football. And we're, we've tried to tell everybody, you're going to get embarrassed when you get up against these physical teams because all you have is your your you know your quarterback, your savior quarterback. Well, when your quarterback can't save you, you end up looking silly. And when Caleb Williams pulled up with that hammy. 
It was over. Yeah. It was absolutely over. It, it was over. And, and I will, as much as I hate USC and that whole organization and pretty much about 90% of the people that are involved in it, if not more, I will acknowledge, Travis, that it's probably very likely that that won't be Muleshoe's best team at USC. He'll, he'll probably have a better team than what he had this year, and it'll probably happen as soon as next year. But, man, watching that game, I just thought to myself, man – this is it. This is exactly why he will never win a national championship, be it at USC or wherever else he goes. Because you're right, the quarterback might be the best player on the field, but if something goes wrong there and you can't win a national championship with just solely your defense or solely your quarterback, and don't throw 2010 Auburn at me because they still had Nick Fairley in the middle of that defensive line who was dominant. Like the, the blueprint for him to win is flawed, man. And I just don't think that that blueprint is going to ever get him a national championship. And I just kept thinking that time and time again during that game as Utah would convert a third and 17, break like three tackles, and run in for a touchdown. Yeah. Or and they're trying to ice trying the to game say. with the run game. I just he, – he's not he, – he, I don't think OU fans should have to worry about him winning a title. Will he make a playoff? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But once he goes against Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, like what you're saying, he'll get exposed just like he did again against Utah. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying is we're just validated. Our concerns are validated. We know he's a good coach. We know he can win 11 games. We've seen it. We've seen it over and over. We never said that he couldn't. We just said his coaching is 100% reliant on a savior quarterback to pull the defense from the flames, and that's not a that's not a strategy that can win long-term. If you think back, Tyler, to right after the Nebraska game, you remember when um, Colin Coward and Joel Klatt were having a conversation about Oklahoma, and they said, uh, Colin Coward said that OU was the second-best team in the country. Well, Joel Klatt said, I think Brent Venable's style is more suited to win a national championship because he puts an emphasis on defense and balance and complementary football. Now, I know we looked like crap for pretty much the rest of the season after that, but his point still stands. And I don't want people to forget that. That's why we were all up in arms about it is – this is we're validated we've seen this movie before and we tried to tell everybody what the end of the movie was and they all said no 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 it's going to be different this time uh you guys are killing mule shoe on the air comfort solutions text line we'll get to some of that and more coming up next keep it right here on the ref make the right call for ou coverage in the sooner state lock it on the ref sports radio network your home for sooner fans Sooner Nation, come join us for $2 Tuesdays at the Lloyd Noble Center this basketball season. Tuesday game specials include $2 draft beers, $2 fountain sodas, and a $2 small popcorn. Oklahoma basketball returns home Tuesday, December 6th, as they take on Kansas City. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Tulsa. It's your day. It's the Refs Tulsa Day. Friday, December 9th, Toby kicks things off from Neighborhood Jam on East 61st Street from 6 to 9 a.m. Then head over to Tally's for the Plank Show with Chris Plank from 9 to noon. Parker Thune keeps things rolling from noon to 3 at Waldo's Chicken and Beer on East 71st. And then Tyler McComas is at Buffalo Wild Wings on East 41st from 3 to 6 p.m. It's the Refs Tulsa Day. Friday, December 9th. 
Then, the Sooners and the Hogs hit the hardwood at the BOK. Saturday, December 10th. And do we have you covered? The home of Sooner fans is live after the game at Lefties on Greenwood for complete post-game coverage with Tyler McComas from 2.30 to 4.30. It's the Refs Tulsa Day. Friday, December 9th. And the Refs OU Arkansas basketball post-game show from Lefties on Greenwood. The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. For the latest recruiting and Sooner news, catch Tyler McComas and Parker Thune on Locked In. Weekday afternoons from 2 to 3, right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Whether you're looking for the perfect gift to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on our elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like stacking bracelets, diamond hoop earrings, and diamond studs, plus the favorite trend-setting delicate gold necklaces and paperclip chains. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list started. Enjoy ample parking, our sparkling clean showroom, plus complimentary gift wrap. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. I'm attorney Noble McIntyre of McIntyre Law. If you or a loved one has been injured as a result of a semi-truck accident, you need an attorney. The decision on who to hire is very important. At McIntyre Law, we will settle a case if the offer is fair. If it isn't fair, if it's not complete justice, we will try the case to a jury. Partial justice is no justice at all. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealer bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Text line, USC got to score 72 to win a natty. Ain't going to happen. This from the 319 area code. Muleshoe will get embarrassed when they go to the Big Ten and have to muddy it up with the Michigans, Wisconsins, and Iowas of the world. Yeah, hey, if you can't handle the Utah smoke right now, you damn sure can't handle the Michigan smoke. And that's there, there's rumors about Jim Harbaugh and some of these NFL jobs. I think the Colts job is one of those. Um, but you'll shoot better hope that Jim Harbaugh and that Michigan program doesn't have it still rolling once they get to the Big Ten. Because they got it yeah. rolling right now, man. Yeah, do you do you buy any of that Harbaugh to the NFL? I mean, keep in mind, he, he tried to last with, year, right? He interviewed with my Vikings last year. Thank God it didn't work because KOC's got us cooking at 10 and 2. But. 
Um, he interviewed and then basically had to walk back to Michigan and be like, uh-huh. I was just kidding. Uh, just kidding, guys. Sorry. It was a really awkward. It was a it weird was super look, awkward. Do you think he could do that again to them and say, oh, and then what if he doesn't get the job? Was he going to come back again? Be, oh, guys, I was I was just kidding, guys. I, I just got you again. Haha, <laughs> made you look. Like, I just don't. I, I think it's a situation where you're going back-to-back years of beating Ohio State, back-to-back years of going to the playoff. Now, I think Michigan stands a pretty decent chance of, being one of those schools that's successful in the portal, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the rich get richer type of thing. Well, I think being they're going to play for the national championship. I yeah, think they're exactly. going to play Georgia. So if you play for a national title and you finally looks like you've got the leg up on Ohio State, now, I mean, they're not recruiting at Ohio State's level, but, you know, Ohio State seems to be turning on Ryan Day as we speak. They just lost their offensive coordinator, which maybe Hartline just gets a promotion out of this. But, I mean, there there's some instability maybe in Columbus – and all of a sudden, you're you're looking down at them. Yeah. I don't think he leaves, man. Yeah, I don't either. Michigan's got as much momentum um, that they have as a program in like 20 years, man, since the early 2000s. And since then, I mean, Ohio State's really been on a impressive run against Michigan. But Michigan's got the back-to-back wins, man. They got all the momentum right now. So I'm with you. I think uh, Michigan probably pays a lot of money to keep Jim Harbaugh around. The Cheez-It Bowl was announced yesterday. Florida State's currently a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. And there's an article on ESPN where one of their guys picked every single bowl game out there, and he picked Florida State 44, OU 37. And it's going to be tough to hold Florida State's offense down because they've got everything that's given you issues in the past, man. Obviously a, a, a good running game, but a dual-threat quarterback that's pretty electric. That's a pretty electric player and a 6-7 wide receiver that's a matchup nightmare. They're good, man. And I think Florida State, like, it feels like Florida State's going to be pretty focused going into this thing. You know, bowl games so much are about, what's the give-a-rip meter? You know, that's why they're really hard to predict at times. But it feels like most of Florida State's players are going to play in this game. Their best players haven't opted out. Like, you're you're, you're probably going to get a pretty good effort from the Knowles in Orlando, I would guess. Yeah, and and just in regards to that prediction, if we can put up 37 points without either of our starting tackles, okay. Okay, I'll I'll take it. Against a top-20 defense, if you give me that number right now, I'm locking it in, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I would lock in the 37 as well. Now, here's a question. Is that going to be enough to win the game? (laughs) It should be, but is it going to be enough to win? But still, 37 points, I'll take it. Yeah. No Gray, no Harrison, no Morris, no Redmond. Does that mean uh, Javante Barnes is your RB1 for this game? Uh, the show is now complete. Kinda we can go ahead and way. hang it up. He, uh, he he said the thing. He did the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he, it's going to be – I would be shocked if he didn't have over 25 carries because, again, when you look at kind of the running back situation – do you go from absolutely zero carries all year for Gavin Sawchuk to throwing him in there? Uh, is Marcus Major going to be healthy? You know, is uh, do you do Tawi Walker as your backup? I mean, at a certain point, you're kind of running out of bodies there, which is, you know, it kind of spurred a little bit of the conversation, portal conversation earlier. But, yeah, I, I think I think Javante Barnes is going to get 25-plus carries, and and, you know, we'll go from there. TBOW is going to have to part ways with Grinch and Wiley if he's going to be remotely competitive in the Big Ten. Here's the thing, though. He can fire Alex Grinch, 
but do we think that a Lincoln Riley defense is ever going to be elite regardless of who he hires? And I'm not saying that Alex Grinch probably isn't a you know large part of the issue out there, but I, I don't think that you're ever going to be able to attract a top defensive coordinator to L.A. with the style of football that they play. And two, I, it just, it, it's going to be really hard for them to ever play good defense with kind of the makeup and how they go about things out there. So, yeah, yeah Grinch is part of the credit. problem. It's mostly, I mean, it's mostly the head coach, though. Yeah, and, and they did create a ton of turnovers this year. I mean, almost to the point of, like, it, it can't be sustainable. You can't keep winning like this. Um, but they did create a ton of turnovers this year, so I'll give them credit. Um, I, I want to you know, answer this question from yeah. Jimmy in Tulsa. Uh, he said, horrible matchup for OU in the bowl game. Why would they match up a 6-6 six and six team against a 9-3 ranked 13th team who is one of the hottest teams in the country? Now, we've addressed this kind of already, but I think it's important to reiterate. The OU brand gets you a lot of really cool things. It gets you a nice big stadium, gets you big-time donations. It gets you a lot of recruits. It's going to help out a lot in the transfer portal. Um, it gets you into the SEC. It, the whole reason we're going to the SEC and getting all that money and all that exposure to recruits and better schedules and everything like that is because of the OU brand. So with all that really, really, really cool stuff, sometimes the Bulls just get to choose, hey, I want that brand instead of Texas Tech. So that's how they end up with us because we're the big old brand that's going to you know, bring the money and the people and all this, and they want OU associated with the Cheez-It Bowl. So of all those nice things, every once in a while we get a terrible matchup. I don't even need to add anything else onto that. That's 100% accurate. There you go. Perfect way to end the segment. We'll close up hour number two. Coming up next, keep it right here on The Ref. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Don't wait till December to save with Section 179 tax deductions. Hurry in to Great Plains Kubota and lay claim to a new tax-saving Kubota because our inventory is selling fast and the end of the year is just around the corner. The time is now to ride a new Kubota off our lot and your taxes. So shop a Great Plains Kubota near you and let our brand serve your equipment and tax-saving needs. Or check us out at gpkubota.com. Again, that's gpkubota.com. Subject to credit approval, consult your tax advisor. Go to kubotausa.com for full details. It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you, fans. We'll see you when you get there. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking?
Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Hello, this is Terry Saxon, broker owner of Saxon Realty Group. My $8.99 listing fee is saving sellers thousands in listing commissions. There's no need to pay unnecessary listing fees when I can give you the same full service and sell your home just as fast. Don't just settle on any realtor to sell your home and don't assume your friend slash realtor is giving you the best deal. My $8.99 listing fee is a game changer. I'm one of the top five realtors in Cleveland County and top one-third of all Oklahoma City metro area. Call me today at 405-361-3380. Visit my website at saxonrealtygroup.com. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. Learn more at stjo.org today. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. I don't. We don't have a ton of Oklahoma State fans on our text line. We have a few, but not a lot. Um, anyone get a, a pretty good pulse on how they're feeling right now? Is the freak-out meter, the panic meter, pretty high for OSU fans after what's happened today? Oh, yeah. The, the, few, that I, the few that I've seen on Twitter are all going after Casey Dunn pretty hard. And, and Mike Gundy. Because Braylon Presley's quote about – the offensive play calling and the utilization of the backs has made its rounds and people are like, I wouldn't want to check Casey Dunn's mentions right now. I put it that way. 
Yeah, and I, th- there's been a rumor for a few weeks now that Spencer Sanders was going to hop in the portal, but now that he's officially done it, it's like, dang, man. And Because we saw, much like OU, OU saw what life was like behind, um, behind Dylan Gabriel, and it wasn't very good. Oklahoma State saw what life was like uh, behind Spencer Sanders. It wasn't great, but Oklahoma State doesn't have a five-star quarterback coming in. They, they got a nice three-star player out of the state of Nebraska coming in, but their answer at quarterback is either currently in the portal or one of the two backups they had next year, and I wouldn't feel very confident about either either of those two guys moving forward. So, Yeah, and, and Tyler, one thing about Spencer Sanders throughout his career, he was, I mean, loyal and true, like they say. I mean – that guy, I, I think, it, what is he, the all-time leader in wins at that school, or at least close to it? They got Zane Flores coming in uh, of Nebraska. Well, I'm sure Parker can give us a rundown on that. But, yeah, help is not on the way. Well, yeah, they're going to need a uh, big-time splash at quarterback. Lucky for them, there's plenty of quarterbacks available in the portal, including their own Spencer Sanders, who uh, announced today. Final hour of the rush is coming up next. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next